up y'all welcome back to original gamers podcast we had uh if you're out there hoping to listen live we had some technical hang-ups but we finally got those straightened out my name is patrick ryan otherwise known as huge cow patty or hcp for short um and tonight i am joined by joel watt hello friends and nolan is feeling a little under the weather we hope that he's feeling better actually we hope that he starts feeling better enough to come join us because this is his game he picked the game the game is the legend of zelda majora's mask uh is could this possibly be the first time that we're going to do the game of somebody who's not here because we usually try and figure something else out yeah usually um but i we just decided to roll with it this time yeah yeah well, because we we did the episode before this, like a month ago, so we don't want to we don't want to put this game off any longer than is absolutely necessary. Plus, yes. the next episode is not going to be a traditional episode. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but before we do that, Joel, it's been a while. How you been? What's going on? Oh my goodness, I have had craziest week. Um, so we decided to implement a, uh, live video feed through pro presenter at work, um, because people were asking about it, like, you know, oh, can we get live? can we get Jason, our pastor on the, on the back TVs that we installed, like at the beginning of the summer. And I had enough people ask me about it. That I decided it was worth it. And, uh, just, just trying to get that happening was a headache and a half. And then today I've, I've had problems all throughout the day. And as soon as the last service was over, I just said, Hey, can, can you close up? Cause I need to get out of here. And like, oh yeah. Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, I came home and crashed and yeah. And so I woke up maybe an hour ago and uh, yeah. So a long day. It's been it's been a long week. I was actually there till midnight last night, just making sure everything was all plugged in right and secured, and we still had problems. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah my uh, I've been very busy. The last weekend, I was in. Jasper, Tennessee, up there with, uh, that's where Jimmy lives. I was visiting yes. Jimmy and Josh Audi, the other founding member of Crossford Gaming, flew down and joined us. And we did, uh, if any of y'all listening remember that show that I did where I interviewed, um, what was his name? Andrew Winningham. He's a professional PUBG player, player unknowns, Battleground. He, he gets paid to be really good at video games. So I interviewed him and as part of that series, which is called Across the Forge, went up there and interviewed a gentleman by the name of Chris Anthony Delaney. And it was a pretty good interview. I don't wanna spoil too much because we're working on that and making sure that it looks fancy and stuff. But uh, he was a, he lived a lot of his life as a homosexual and is no longer living that way he's come to christ and now he has a wife and some kids and he has this ministry and he just wrote a book 
Um, should be should be really interesting once we get the interview cut up and put out there. And uh, as with anything related to that topic, it's probably going to rub some people the wrong way. <laughs> but um, well, uh, we'll see. I'm excited about that. So just real quick, does my video look really bad to you? Um, it's a little grainier than usual. It's, I guess the bit rate is too low. You don't really tell when there's movement. Maybe that's it. Cause I, I just did a speed test and I'm getting 15, almost 16 up. So can't imagine that's it. But anyway, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to spend all my time trying to, tr I spend enough time troubleshooting this dumb mic. I'm not going to mess with the <laughs> camera. You can actually see me. Um, what else? Oh yeah. So then, uh, so I've kind of been recovering from that trip all this week i'm actually really excited about this coming week i'm i'm making myself a schedule oh dang which i need really badly so that because because i've been telling myself that i want to start trying to get competitive at splatoon 2 you know this this thing oh yeah cross forge gaming started yeah, as, yeah as, you know because it's not like you don't have one of these <laughs> <laughs> so uh well it's just finding the time to sit down and do it and so that's that's been that and i, I want to get competitive at it because this crossforge gaming start is an esports thing and i'm not active in an esport and so i figured i should try and get good at one it, you know probably not good enough to make any money off of it or anything but at least good enough to say hey i compete and i know what i'm talking about but i just haven't done it in fact i think the last time i played was the last time i streamed which would have been two weeks ago and I got to level character level six. So I'm not even high enough level to play ranked matches yet. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so I want to want to be able to dedicate enough time throughout the week to actually get good at it and proceed through the levels while also keeping it with Patty's place pathetically, which, by the way, some of y'all may have noticed there wasn't one last week. It's not because I didn't have one recorded. I did. I just totally forgot to edit it. And then Thursday afternoon comes around and I'm like, oh crap, <laughs> I don't have P3 ready. So there just wasn't one. <laughs> so, and that's, that's Oops. another thing I, you know, so if I pick on this night, I'm going to do this and on this night, I'm going to do this and this night I'm going to blah, you know, then that nonsense won't happen again. Um, all right. Before we get into Majora's Mask, a little house cleaning it has been a month since this show happened. Uh, we, as I explained in that little update thing that I made, uh, Joel and Nolan and I, we love doing this, but unfortunately, this is not our full-time job. This is not our life, at least not yet. I hope it is mine one of these days, but we're not there yet. So we all have work. We all have... It, Nolan's in school for something, isn't he? I feel like yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're trying to make this work the best that we can. I wasn't super happy with having to keep the show closer to an hour by having it on Monday night. So what we decided to do is now it's going to be on Sunday afternoon. The exact time every Sunday afternoon will probably fluctuate by a few hours here and there. Um, but that way we can go longer. We don't have to worry about time so much. And we're going to do it every other Sunday instead of every single Sunday. And hopefully that will give each of us enough time to come into the show a little bit 
more prepared. I, I also like as funny as doing an episode of the show where absolutely none of us have played the game we're going to talk about can be. <laughs> I would much prefer that we come in at least being able to say, hey, I booted it up and played the tutorial. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you want to listen to a bad episode, go listen to the Mark of Cry. Yeah, none was... of us played that or had any idea about it. And I picked the game because right. I wanted to play it and then I never did. <laughs> right. So we want to avoid that. So hopefully the every two week schedule will allow us to be a little bit better about that. Um, yep. Yeah. And stay tuned till the end of the show where we've got a really big announcement. We've got something really cool coming up uh, in the next two weeks, actually. So with that... Let's jump into this game. Uh, Nolan right. picked this game. Unfortunately, he's not here. Hopefully, hopefully he'll come around. But if not, we'll have fun without him somehow. Uh, the developer of The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask is Nintendo EAD. Uh, Joel, remind me what that stands for. Um, I can't remember. Is Dang it like it. Entertainment Analysis? That's not right. Yeah, I think that's Isn't right. Enter okay. Entertainment analysis division. It like okay. doesn't make sense in English. Yeah, because like you wouldn't normally pair those two words together like that. So right, silly Japanese people. Um, <laughs> Something is lost in translation. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> but they are silly, actually. When I think about it. And Nintendo and Japanese in general are silly. It's There's nothing true. wrong with that. <laughs> very very true. I like that they're silly. It's why they're yes. my favorite console developer. <laughs> Uh, of course, this game is published by Nintendo because who else is going to publish it? The right. director. What else does Nintendo have but Mario and Zelda? Yeah, that's all they do. Every year we get a new Mario and a new Zelda game, and they're exactly the same. They just right copy. every time. Right, they copy paste with better graphics. <laughs> that's that's what they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> the directors of this game are. I always say his name wrong. Is it Ig? Uh, I, I've heard IG and AG. AG. So I don't know which one is correct. There's not an A in that word. Can't be AG. No. <laughs> Usually the E's in Japanese are pronounced A. Yeah. So, so AG or IG Awanuma. Something like that. And Yoshiaki Koizumi. Yes. Have we heard his name before? Surely we have. Yes, I'm pretty sure when we did Ocarina of Time. That would make sense. Yeah. And um, because this is, this pretty much is a copy paste yeah. of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> like, we were joking before, like, because that's the argument that, that Gramers make about Nintendo. But, um, like, this is, this is actually true for this game. Yep. Yeah. And, and on purpose. It's not yes. like they just tripped over it and was like, hey. We'll just do this. No, this was number. And you know, I kind of expect this kind of thing to happen with whatever come, whatever big Zelda game comes out after Breath of the Wild, because there's no way they spent that much time and that much money developing that game to just okay, it's done. We're walking away. Never gonna use any of that again. I just yeah, like just throw out that. every single asset. Like, yeah, yeah, forget it. We'll start over, which they tend to do. But this has been the biggest undertaking they've ever done. So, I yeah, I would be willing to bet, though I don't know because they, as far as I know, they don't release this information. But I'd be willing to bet Breath of the Wild is the most money that they've spent 
the only other game I can think of that would maybe have come close to or beaten it would have been Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS, just because of oh how big that was. And I imagine acquiring the licenses to Mega Man and uh, Cloud and all that probably weren't super cheap. Yeah, so probably. Yep. So that, that, um, would, that would definitely be up there. Yeah, I, surely it is. Uh, Joel, who produced this wonderful little gem? Well, it is our wonderful friend, Shigeru Miyamoto. We all know him and love him. Right. He works for Microsoft, making Halo, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the uh, reason he's the reason Halo Five was awful. If you want to blame it on him, sure. Sure. Yeah. He he'd probably I mean, take the blame too. Yeah, he'd be like, "All right, fine, it's it's my fault." Yep. Even though it's probably Phil Spencer's. Was no, surely that game was well into development before yeah. he took over for Don Matrick or whatever. I cannot remember was. the guy before him. I was just well, not Microsoft. Yeah. Games. <laughs> he's he's currently oh I don't know if he's unemployed. Surely he works somewhere, but he's currently not with Microsoft after the awful launch of the Xbox One. Um composers are not are is there's only one. The great Koji Kondo. Yes. Uh, these these are all names we know and love. Yes. Aonuma, Miyamoto, Kondo. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're the greats. They've been they with are. Nintendo they're... for as long as some of us have been alive. That's <laughs> or true. longer, actually. I think Miyamoto's been around since before they made games. Like, I want to say that's true. Yep. And, I mean, he made Donkey Kong, which was pretty much their first video game. Mm -hmm. So he had to have been with the company before then. In order to say, "Hey, let's make a video game," yeah, <laughs> just How show to, up on day one. About <laughs> a giant gorilla and a construction worker, and his name is Jumpman, <laughs> the construction worker. Not yes, Kong. yes. For those of you who don't know the lore of Mario, he was a construction worker first, not a not a not a plumber, and his his middle name is Jumpman. <laughs> Mario Jumpman Mario. Mario Jumpman Mario. Because <laughs> right, according to the movie, his last name is Mario. That's why yeah, he's the that Mario Brothers. Yeah, I didn't. I never heard the Jumpman's his middle name. Yeah, that's, that's something that uh, Matt Pat from Game Theory said one time. He was well, trying to connect all the Mario games together with this crazy nonsense theory, like most I, of his theories are. <laughs> I saw that one, and like somehow Luigi and peach or someone's parents it was weird so, yeah luigi <laughs> and peach supposedly this is a different theory are are rosalina's parents yeah and uh, i can't remember what other no nonsense is in that it's like yeah they're, they're like long dead and so this is a different luigi and peach because it's been a hundred years Oh yeah, whatever. We're supposed to be talking about Zelda. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> the Zelda has enough screwed up timeline. We don't need to worry about it. Right? Fake right? Mario timeline. <laughs> like, like we knew, we knew that uh, the Adventure of Link was a sequel to the original Zelda, and we knew that Majora's Mask was a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. Okay, but like it wasn't probably until Twilight Princess that fans started trying to connect them all. Like, right. oh, well, because, like, 
because that one is is definitely a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Like it's got all the same locations in mm. the same places, pretty much. Like um, a lot of the same themes. And did we cover Twilight Princess? I want to say we did. Yeah, yeah, we did that one. Yeah, and, and so we probably talked about that, and and so they confirmed that pretty much all the games are spaced out by a hundred years each. Like they said that one time, and then they're like, "Well, okay," and then now there's there's these multiple timelines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because forget logic. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Breath of the Wild doesn't fit anywhere in that timeline. So, like the only way that it makes sense is if somehow the three branching timelines like all come together uh i i, I think know. i think that because in the lore of that game they say that you know ten thousand years ago there was this advanced technology right mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say that breath of the wild is definitely post-apocalyptic you can see ruins everywhere and right. you know ancient technology is more advanced than the current technology so um, what I'm saying is sometime after the latest game in the timeline, and it doesn't matter which timeline it is, sometime afterwards, Hyrule had a technological revolution. And that's where you get all the Sheikah technology, like the, the Guardians and stuff. And then, you know, 10,000 years later, Calamity Ganon shows up and destroys the world. And yeah weird so it's weird. it it doesn't matter which timeline it fits in it's it's one of them and it's post-apocalyptic and it's tens of thousands of years later yeah so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter exactly <laughs> throw out the timeline if you want to or you can try and make it fit it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter it's just a video game yeah none of it matters uh just have fun guys right let's see platforms and release dates this was originally released on the Nintendo 64 in Japan on April 27th, 2000, North America on October 26, 2000, and in Power Regions on November 17th, 2000. Uh, you want to take the GameCube release? Yes, so it had a re-release on the GameCube with the Zelda Collector's Pack, I think. Um, That's right. Yeah. Which was... was that, I think that was the pack-in, and... The Master Quest was the pre-order bonus. With Wind Waker. With Wind Waker. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. so, I have the Master Quest. I do not have the other thing. I used to have the Collector's Edition. Collector, whatever it's called. And then I gave it away. And then, But I have all the games on that collection now. So yeah. I was like, well, mm -hmm. there's no need to rebuy it. So I went ahead and bought um, Master Quest. So, yeah. Yay. Uh, and I have the 3DS now ocarina of time so i technically have master quests on that too oh there you um, go anyway but the collector's pack came out on november 7th 2003 in japan november 17th 2003 in north america and march 19th 2004 in pal regions indeed so. and the game was later re-released for the 3ds uh i just googled it so i only have the north american release in front of me it's february 13th 2015 and actually for all i know that was worldwide yeah by by then like all the companies were getting things done worldwide on right. the same day and depending on who you ask this one is either greatly improved over the n64 original or 
not. Because there's some people that don't like... I don't remember what it is they don't like about the 3D remake. Maybe it's got something to do with the the way the time works. Um, the, the way the time advancement works, like you can you can almost pick when you want to advance time to. Well, it's like a lot more okay. uh, specific. Like you used to just be able to do at the 12 o'clock hour, like on day one or two, like you could go midnight or noon at any time, as long as you still had time left. Um, but this one, I think you can pick like six hours in between. So you can do morning, noon and night. Okay. Um, and midnight. Um, so, yeah, they changed some other things. I know the biggest, the most egregious change they made, in my opinion, is the the way the swimming works with the Zora mask. So, um, in the N64 version, you just hold down the A button and you move at top speed in the water, and you can porpoise like dolphin, and you know it's it's really fun and swimming is great. And if you want to, you can use your magical shield underwater or standing on uh, on the ground also. Yes. In Majora's Mask, in uh, 3D, you swim at about half speed if you just hold the A button. And to go full speed, you have to use your magical shield. So if you don't have any magic meter, you can't go full speed underwater. That's and you, stupid. You can't porpoise properly. And yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they did that. That's weird. I don't know either. And oh. it, yeah, <laughs> we'd have to. Makes ask. me just a little upset, but yeah. not enough to actually rage about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we, I guess you'd have who who handled those ports? Was it Grezzo? Was I have no idea. Yeah, it's whoever it is. It's the same company that made. It just came out for 3ds. Like Ever Oasis, I think is the name of it. I don't remember. It's it's, but I'm pretty sure it's the first original game that that company has done because they typically just do ports. Anyway, um, if you never played Majora's Mask, you probably heard us say things like, "If you have enough time left," or oh, yeah. things about the masks that didn't really exist in Ocarina Time. And you're like, "What in the world is that about?" So. What sets this game apart, and it's kind of what makes this game so divisive with um, fans of the series. People either really like this game, or they really don't like this game, which is kind of different from Zelda 2, which is really just, we don't like it. And maybe somebody out there is like, it's not the worst thing in the world, but most people don't like it. Majora's Mask, people are very divided over it. So, uh big game mechanic in this game is that you have three in-game days to beat the game and you can't do it in one cycle of those three days no so you kind of just do everything that you can in that 72 in-game hour period which is not an actual 72 hour i think at full speed it's uh around four hours and it at at um, slow speed it's something like 12. yeah so you do everything you possibly can and then you you know depending on where you are you make a dash back to the bank 
because there's a there's a way to make it so that when you go back in time back to the beginning of the 72 hour period uh you still have all of the money that you had i think you lose all your items like pretty much like you have no bombs you have no arrows or is there a way to save that stuff um you can save rupees at the bank but every other collectible item gets lost yeah okay so everything yeah everything in your bottles you keep your bottles and all of your your you know quest items right but anything in the bottles and any of the collectible items the consumables bombs and arrows those kinds of things yeah Yeah. they're gone Mm -hmm. and so what that means is most things that you did in that 72 hour period with the exception of like the mask you get for beating a boss and other little things like that. But most things go back to the way they were at the beginning of that 72 hour period. So any plot points that you've explored, any side quests that you've done, I mean, you may get to keep whatever item, especially with the mask. If you got a mask for completing a side quest, you got to keep the mask, but you, you know, well, and like hearts and, you know, if you, you don't go back to three hearts every time you time travel, that would oh, be yeah. awful. Um, but, <laughs> you know, so little things you go back and you're pretty much resetting to zero. And which means that the game can have a certain level of repetition to it, especially if you mess up a side quest like I did. And I'll talk about that later. Um, But yeah, you like you get, you're working on something, you get all the way to the end of the 72 hour period and you realize you forgot to do something. So you have to go back in time to the beginning of the 72 hour period and you have to do all of that over again. And that's where it gets certain people. They're like, I don't like this. I'm not going to do it. But the people who do like this game tend to like it because the story is kind of jacked up. The story, <laughs> in my opinion, is really, really good. I really like it. It's yes. pretty good. Why don't you uh, tell us what's okay? So, um, a bit of trivia: um, the overarching theme of this game has to do with like death and grief. Okay. Like one of the first songs you get is called the Song of Healy. And and so there's there's this major um, theory that Link is dead, actually. He goes into the Lost Woods to try and find Navi at the end of Ocarina of Time, and he dies. Okay? And so this is his journey to the afterlife. Because all of the people that he met in Ocarina of Time are present there in Termina, which, by the way, Termina means ending. (laughs) And, um, yeah, and so it's, it's like he's meeting all these people over again because he's, he's now going into the afterlife. And, um, you know, the whole idea of the time, he's only got so much time left you know, because your life is a very short span of time in the, in the grand scheme of things. Um, and, I mean, it even goes through a lot of the five steps, like denial, anger, you know, bargaining, 
the acceptance, depression, then acceptance. So, and, and I mean, you can look at these. Um, so Clocktown represents denial. Uh, Woodfall represents anger. Uh, the Snowhead represents bargaining. Uh, the Great Bay represents depression. Uh, what's it? The the Icona Valley or Icona Valley, however you pronounce that, represents acceptance. Because if you look at those, like that, that's that's kind of where they are. Like like, I'm not dead. No, I'm just here in this nice little town, and or you know, oh, I'm so mad that you know I have to go to this swamp or or you know, can can I? <laughs> Where's Waldo? Is apparently in the chat, um, <laughs> making me laugh. But anyway, yeah. So it just goes through these five stages. I don't want to rehash the story three times, mm. even though you have to in the game do it like five <laughs> times. But yeah, and and pretty much all of your transformation masks you get from the song of healing, and um, two out of the three transformation masks you know the character is dead. The third one is kind of left open, or rather the first one you get, it's kind of left open that the the, the Deku scrub you got the mask from is dead. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely the Goron and the Zora, they, they're dead. The Zora dies right in front of you, in fact. Yep. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen in Ocarina of Time, where an NPC just up and died right in front of you. <laughs> like... This is a dark game compared to other Zeldas. Yep. And since you can travel back in time over and over and over again, you can make that Zora die over yeah. and over hey. and over again. Nolan! Hey, Nolan, welcome. Nolan's here. How's it going, Nolan? Well, Feeling all right? I'm a little bit better. You're a little bit better. Yeah. All right. My, my well, phone and I didn't realize you guys it's actually started yet, so I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm not having a camera on though. That's, That's okay. Fine. We but just have this goofy smile of yours, which is really fun. Exactly. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I need to get a new picture. <laughs> nah, that's well. I mean, unless it's going to be of you wearing your leggings, I don't see why you should change it. Just specifically, just of um, my legs. Yes, That's my, yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So, right, we're talking about the story a little bit, Nolan, and uh, yeah. Joel mentioned, I guess there's a fan theory that Link is dead in this, and I just pulled up the the goofy Zelda timeline that we were referencing, and yeah. I just want to tell all you guys who think that Link is dead that there's a timeline dedicated to Link being dead, and yeah. Majora's Mask is not in that timeline, so... Well, that's a, that's a completely different thing, though. The, the yeah. Link is dead timeline is if he dies during Ocarina of Time. Yes. Obviously, Link can die in the other timelines, and it doesn't have the catastrophic effect. I mean, I suppose that's true, especially yeah. since Ganondorf or Ganon are not in Majora's Mask. And there's... Dorf there's, is in this game? What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> there, he was making fun of your pregnant pause. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, and actually, there's there's a few Zelda games that Ganon's not in, but there's not yeah. very many. And this usually, is one of those games. Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. Well, that's still like... I yeah, think, I mean, like... Uh, to my, I was going to go like Four Sword. Oh, yeah. Four Sword. She's not in there. 
But even in Skyward Sword, I mean, you look at Demise and it's like, oh, you're going to be Ganon one day. Yeah, well, exactly. Demise <laughs> is the deity that re that possesses Ganondorf, mm -hmm. makes him evil. And yeah. That is, yeah he, Ganondorf yeah. is just the avatar that gets resurrected every hundred years or so. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise, Ganon would have been a swell guy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you look at Breath of the Wild and all the Gerudo are nice people. That's so, true. For the most they're, part, yeah. They're not awful. Except when they're uh, fish egg thieves. I said, well, okay, that's they're in this pirates. game. Yeah. yeah so that's pirates, when they're yes. pirates. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Let's let's go into real quick our experiences with this game. And I already mentioned one of mine very briefly. So I'll finish telling that story. I got this game the day it came out. Gold cartridge, all that stuff. Were all the cartridges for this gold or just yes. this? Okay. So I'm But did you have the hologram one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It had a little hologram that they literally just hot glued to the front of the thing. Just like I don't care. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it does look cool. But um, so I got that, and yeah, I played the heck out of it. I was loving it because it it was weird, and and the story was so strange as we were just get talking about. And, and you know, even though you got to go back in time a lot, you you can kind of like um, Groundhog Day. Yeah. When when Bill Murray kind of gets into his flow, he figures out that well. I can't do everything that I want to do in this 24 hour period. So I'm just going to, as I'm trying different things, I'm going to find the people who need this the most. And that's kind of the groove you get into of, you know, going, Oh, I'm going to go help this person. And then I'm going to go help that person. And, and on and on. And of course, everything that you're doing, no matter who you help in what time that you go through it, you're, you're working towards eventually saving pretty much everybody. Uh, because what we didn't touch on earlier is that the moon is slowly coming down onto this world that you're in because a little skull kid um, found a really disturbingly evil mask and put it on, and now he's a raging maniac bent yeah. on destruction. So, World domination! Yes. I don't even know if it's really what's he's not gonna really dominating anything so much. No, he's just being <laughs> right. So, um, so there's all these side quests and you, and you get all these masks and and you, as as we talked about earlier, some of the masks actually transform you into things. There's a Deku mask, there's a Zora mask, there's a Goron mask. Is there a, other than the fierce deity mask? Is there a giant mask? One? Kind of. Oh, the giant's mask, oh, technically, okay. sort of. Yes. Um, and then, you know, the other mask are they some of them actually like the bunny mask. Does that still bunny make you run fast like the? Yeah. So but they're Stone they're mask. little things like that. And if yeah. you collect all Stone of the mask. mask. Oh, yeah. If you collect all of the mask, you get this thing called the fierce deity mask. That well. you but isn't awesome. that how well you have to go through the little mini dungeon yeah after okay. you've collected the masks yeah. you have to trade them in yeah. so many at a time oh, in the final area like, of the game yeah then once you've traded all your masks you're all out of masks here okay. you can have this one and yeah, there's a reason i didn't know that 
And that is because <laughs> there's a side quest that will take you the entire 72 hour period to accomplish. And that is to get the couple's mask yeah. by helping. What are the two characters names? Help me. Anju and Anju. Anju. Cafe. Okay. Yeah. And they're in love and I don't really remember their story because it was a very long time ago when I did this, but so, um, to, yeah, Cafe is the guy and oh. he has been turned into a child. I think by the Skull Kid? I can't remember. Yeah, probably yeah. Skull Kid. And so he can't marry Andrew anymore because he's a child. Uh, so, anyway. There's moths <laughs> in that stuff. Maybe not in medieval world, but still. Um, yeah. So he's just embarrassed that he's a child, really, is, is what the game says. So, uh, so Link has to kind of go on this epic quest I mean, it's a side quest, but it's almost its own game. To do to figure out like if Andrew is still interested, like figure out first of all what the heck happened to Cafe because he disappeared off the face of the planet, according yeah, to gone. Andrew and his mom. And then you know once once they discover where he is, like figure out like is he still interested in marrying her? And then he has to get this item called the Sun's Mask. Sun's Mask. Yeah, the sun's mask. Because yeah, he had the sun, and she had the moon. Yes, because the sun and the moon are partners. And so in this world, the partners present a sun and a moon to each other when they get married. Right. Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah. So I'm helping Cafe do whatever it is he's got to do to become an adult again. And he doesn't I'm become an adult. That's a really sad thing. Oh, yeah. well, that's depressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I get all the way to like I gotta be like on the last step or two because you're in the dungeon. I think you're I'm outside the thief. I think I was outside the dungeon. Oh, okay. Wherever it is, I'm supposed to wait for. I'm pretty sure it was Cafe to get somewhere. Yeah. So I, I went there to wait for yeah. him, and I don't yeah. know what happened, but I missed him. I don't know if he like walked by me and I wasn't paying attention or or what, but whatever it was. I missed it, and I couldn't proceed anymore, and I was going to have to start the whole thing over again to try it again. I turned my N64 off. I took the game out, and I, to this day, have not played it since then. I was so angry <laughs> about that. And so that's why I don't know how that side quest ends. And I also, I mean, other than the fact that I've seen the ending sequence on YouTube now, I yeah. wouldn't know how the game ends either. Because I was just like, nope, I'm done. And I never looked back. I did think about getting the, uh, I still have the N64 car. In fact, assuming the battery pack in it still works, and I don't know why it wouldn't because all my other n64 games still do i bet if i put it in my n64 that save file is probably still there laughing well, at me the way the n64 game saves if you just turned it off then you would have lost all of your progress in oh. the last 72 hour cycle you were playing that's true so so that's probably yeah. what happened then um, but yeah i thought about picking up the the 3ds version and going through it again but i just pretty fun I just didn't. So, I mean, they did change a few things in three D that I didn't like. Yeah. They added fishing. They added fit. Well, that's worth the well, bucks, right? 
I mean, the fishing, <laughs> and then like, to me, I miss having the actual like clock on the bottom of the screen. Oh yeah, it's just than, a like, bar. The bar. I don't like the bar as much. That's um, cool. And then like fighting the bosses. How now it's you, like you do the regular thing you're doing, but you have to hit the eye that pops out of them in order to damage them. Now I did not know that. Yeah. That's weird. Like fighting goat or got whatever you want to call him. Goat. Like I'd He's hit him and it's like I'd get stuck on the wrong side of just like spinning as a Goron and not hitting the eye. And I couldn't do anything. Which yeah. Really upset me. Or the freaking fish. Ugh. I hate that fish. <laughs> the worst. But, yep. Yeah. So like um Well, Nolan, you picked the game. What what yeah. you grew up with this? On the NC tour, uh, uh, yeah, I I bought it pretty or well, I guess my parents bought it, um, pretty soon after it came out, um, and I was playing it and I didn't like this game when it first came out because, you know, it only had four levels in it, which annoyed me because I didn't like side quests because remember I was nine at the time, <laughs> so I was like, no, I want to do the main thing, so it was like. I, all you do is like get mass is the main part. I'm like, that's dumb. Like, I think I got to the fourth dungeon and I just kind of stopped because I got stuck. Because that last one's pretty intrinsic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like later on, like I can't, like people are like, I oh, know this game's so good and all this. Like hearing about it, I'm like, all right, I'll try it again. You know, because it was on uh, the Wii U or the on the Wii shop. So I like played it again. I'm like, well, this is more fun. Like and putting more time into the side quest because I appreciate it more. And I I like this game a lot more now. It's definitely jumped up on the list. It's not near Ocarina of Time because, because but mm-hmm. I like this game a lot more. Same thing with like Wind Waker. That also I didn't like at the time. But um, like to the point now where like I was like you, I didn't know how a lot of those quest lines finished. I didn't, I never beat the game. It was like one of, the three Zelda games I had that I had never beaten. So it was like, it was kind of a point, like, I need to finish this. And it's funny. So, like, I beat it the first time, like, regular. It's like, which I realized it was, like, very, Majora is pretty difficult. Like, you know, trying to just use Zora boomerangs and all that. Like, mm-hmm. trying to do that. Then, like, I went through again, and I got made sure to get all the masks so I can get the Fierce DD mask. And I tell you what, that thing is so OP, it's not even funny. It makes that fight it makes fighting Majora so easy. Especially like if you have like extra magic just to keep the like the blade things up. It's like it's nothing. But if you get the Chateau Romani where you have infinite magic. See, I never did that. I always forgot to uh, do that. But I just yeah. I get like one bottle of green green potion or whatever. And it, that would last me a long enough to where it was like yeah just do that and just be like wow that boss is so easy which mm-hmm. in of itself the difference between like the fierce deity mask and majora's mask there's like a whole thing of lore just between the two of those two which would take a very long time to explain so i'm not gonna try and do that but yeah uh, but i yeah i definitely have newfound respect for this game and what it did like it is very very dark like but it it's, was, God, there's it so was much dark and brooding before the dark night made dark and brooding cool again. I know. 
or like a Twilight Princess, which is like I think my second oh, yeah. favorite Zelda game. Uh, That's why I like that because I'm like, oh, this is dark too, like kind of like how Majora's Mask was, but better, in my opinion. Yeah. So what you're saying, your favorite games are the Arkham games, right? Oh yeah, my favorite (laughs) games of all time are the Arkham because they're all dark and brooding. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. Um, Joel, before we get to you, the the fierce. So you can go fight Majora without the fierce deity mask. Having having that does it make the fight like super easy yes it's i have so fought him with and without and holy crap is the, the fierce deities mask so much easier yeah so much easier you have infinite projectiles yeah. uh you're oh. you're physically bigger like like not just adult size but like twice the size of an adult yeah so oh, like pretty much a giant but not as big as the giant's mask. You know, you're not 50 feet tall. Yeah. Um, where am I going with this? So yeah, infinite projectiles. Your sword does like quadruple damage. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, that, it's crazy. That sounds like, and I don't want to get into spoiler territory because I know, well, heck, Nolan hasn't played the game at all. And I know some of our listeners haven't either, but if you go do everything that Breath of the Wild tells you you should do before you go fight Ganon, fighting Ganon is almost boring because really? it's so easy mm. at that point. Like, I was, I'm just going to say, I was disappointed. <laughs> Actually, I had trouble because I never used the shield block parry thing whatever it's oh, called yeah uh-huh. i never used that and then i was like you can get him down to like one hp before mm-hmm. you have to use that oh really mm-hmm. yeah like i know that's the like the technique to beat him is just wait for his laser beam and shoot it back at him which is what i did yeah yeah well i never did that ever in the game except at rock to rocks oh, <laughs> like yeah like so like like I think I didn't even get the timing right. I just happened to have the the barrier thing. Oh yeah, the, uh, the because that doesn't fool you. Protection, yeah. The roots protection, and so like it it I had lost the cooldowns in the fight, and or I had lost all three of them in the fight, and the cooldown was uh, cooling down, <laughs> and and like it popped right at the right time, like just I was like ah oh, desperation, and it pops, and I hit block, and it fires, and done. Nice. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's all I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, Joel, you your experience as a wee lad. Okay, so I'm the same age as you, brother. <laughs> so, um, I think I'm a few months older, in fact. Probably but, you uh, are. <laughs> uh, so I first rented this game when it came out. Um, probably about six or seven months after it came out. Because when did this come out? Like November? So I want to yeah, say yeah. it was like uh, October. Okay, so it was like, it was early spring, probably April or May. And um, yeah, um, my buddy had rented it and he was playing it. And I went over to his place and I watched him play. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually really good. I think I might want to get it. Um, and so then like a few months later um i was at or maybe it was just a few weeks later it doesn't matter i was at my mom's for the weekend and uh 
you know, we always get like a movie and a video game rental just to keep me occupied for the weekend because she usually worked. Um, but uh, visitation rights. Anyway, so I would, I would, um, I, I played that game. I, I got to, I want to say I got to the, the Zora Great Bay Temple. That's what it's called. I got to the Great Bay Temple and got stuck and couldn't get past it and had, had to return the rental. And then years later, as an adult, I buy the game and kind of the same thing happened. I got all the way to the, the Great Bay Temple and I got stuck again. I'm like, what the heck? Because there is a waterfall that blocks your path in Great Bay Temple. Yeah, it's, it's going right over a, a ladder that you need to climb up to get to the next spot. And I had no idea that the ice arrows would freeze the waterfall because in real life, ice doesn't freeze moving water. Like moving water doesn't no. actually freeze. Like waterfalls is very rare if they freeze over. Very extremely rare. Now, yeah. this is a video game with magic. Like, of course it would work. Like when I think about it now, like duh. Mm -hmm. But like at the time, I was like, no, my servers aren't gonna work on the waterfall because waterfalls don't freeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And so finally, what I had to do was look up a guide online, and it said, shoot your ice arrow at the waterfall. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and that. and I had so little time left by then that I had to start the cycle over and I was super frustrated, oh but I was committed by then. Like I was like, no, I have to beat this game. And <clears throat> I also messed up the Andrew and Cafe side quest the first time. I actually got farther than you before I messed up and had to start over. So <laughs> uh, when you get to the dungeon, you have to swap back and forth between Link and Cafe doing these different puzzles. Link is usually combat puzzles and Cafe is usually some kind of block pushing puzzle on a switch. Um, so, so I got, I think to the final room, there's like all these different rooms you go through. I got to the final room and the whole time the sun's mask is on a conveyor belt moving very slowly and eventually going to drop into a hole and you can't get it anymore. And I got to the last room and I ran out of time. Um, they dropped to the hole on the conveyor belt. I was like, are you kidding me? It's evening <laughs> of the final day. I just spent, you know, hours doing the side quest. And I have to do it again. And I did. Nope. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. And the yeah. way this the way this game save system works, you can't just go, I'll just reset the game and go, no. Nope. No, it don't work like that. Play the song of time and do it all yep. again. Oh, yep. Thing again. It's terrible. Yep. That's so I did, and I've actually the the second when I went through the second time, the second the next cycle, it was it was a breeze. Like I was actually in the places I was supposed to be, waiting and waiting for things to happen because I was super early. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and then the the dungeon was really easy and then and then i cried when the couple's mask was revealed dude it it oh <laughs> yeah no i did the same thing it's freaking sad dude because you get really emotionally invested in the side quest yeah. just to find out that 
like, yeah, they're going to get married, but they're probably going to die because the moon is falling on them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really sad. And then, like and then you get happy feels when you beat the game because um, you get little vignettes for every mask that you collect. And so if you collect all the masks, you get the full ending. You get to see every vignette. So when you yeah. collect the couple's mask ending and you see uh, uh, couple's mask to get the vignette, it's the wedding ceremony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's really cool. Yeah. But so. is, he, is he still a kid? Yes, he's still a kid. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little weird. It's, yeah. WTF uh, Japan. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that ending though, like when you get the couple's mask, it's so, it's freaking sad, dude. Yeah, like, I'll never know. So it's like, uh, yeah, look it up. It's, uh, well, no, you have to do we'll it because it. you have to be emotionally invested. You won't get yeah. the feelings if you're not invested. Like, yeah, go play it. Yeah, I was so emotionally invested. <laughs> you got angry. I said, forget you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was also uh, that evoked a different kind of feeling. <laughs> Let's see, uh, 2000. So I was 16. 16. Yeah, that's I am 16 I going on 17. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah. <laughs> don't know the rest of the words. Yeah, I don't know. Um, ba ba ba. Yeah, but otherwise. I mean, let's let's be real. This game's just occurring at time. <laughs> You're trying yes, to no. make me angry. No, it's not. No, you it's not. like me when you're angry. It's not. Uh, did we hit all the trivia here? We did not. So, no, okay. um, no, I, Nolan, since this get a is nice your game, game, why don't you give us a piece of trivia that we've yeah. not covered? So okay, I've got what, it highlighted. What have you done? So, so this is where where we are. So you can do that. Okay. One. Cool. Cool. Okay. So. Uh, Back when uh, this game, or w- when like all the Zelda games were getting all these like HD remasters and things like that, uh, there was a petition going around the internet, uh, codenamed Operation Moonfall, which is fantastic, um, for uh, Majora's Mask to get its own HD. You know, because I'm trying to remember like what else it had. It was uh, Zachary of Time, obviously. Yep. A Link Between Worlds is basically that. Um, <laughs> And I think Wind Waker had come out at that point. Uh, yeah, Wind Waker HD yeah. was already out. And yeah, I don't think Twilight Princess HD had yet. No, not yet. Oh. So it was like a whole thing of like, hey, what about Majora's Mask? We love this game, you know, going around. And then uh, it seemed like it wasn't going to. And then uh, obviously, you know, we, we got it in uh, February of 2014. 2015. 15. Yeah. 15. And I'm, I'm pretty okay. sure Miyamoto even went on record as saying said no, we're, we're not to. doing this yeah and then there was a liar and then it happened but uh another cool thing is that in uh in a link between worlds um there's a little easter egg for majora's mask they got everybody like super stoked about it that's true um, yeah yeah well sort of um then i don't remember if it's in he- i think the mask itself is in hero mode that like in the, well, no, shop- the mask is in the regular game I've okay, it's in, it's in the regular one, yeah. It's on the wall that, like, yeah. you can, like, you know, poof into the wall and go behind it, so ha-ha, you're yeah. wearing a mask. Yeah. It doesn't come off, though. But um, but there's another little thing that in, he- in hero mode, if you go through, and you once you've bought all the weapons and stuff from What's-His-Face, uh, if you go through the little secret entrance in the back of the, of the house, um, you'll find a note detailing about like he's going to 
some other lands that uh of things that you know he's got three days to get there and stuff's going on that uh oh i just, didn't like, know super, that That's yeah cool. it's it's a little thing like because it's like because he basically he's left the house he's like cleared everything out and you just see it in the back part of the house mm -hmm. you can only reach if you do that it's uh yeah, yeah for those of you who, who are confused he's talking about ravio you know link between worlds yes that takes over your house and turns it into a shop so. yeah. Yeah, he just he just sets up shop like he owns the place i know which well, he still charges you for yeah. everything if, if you play to the end you'll yeah. it'll make more sense actually <laughs> right yeah it makes a lot more sense um, um oh shoot i was gonna say something and now i don't remember what it was so it must not have been that important uh all right yeah. moving on yeah. uh the let's see this game has the least number of dungeons temples levels at four which i guess technically the moon is a dungeon too yeah but and... you kind of you get up there and you can just start the fight though yeah, That's why yeah. Really yeah. It. so i'm like eh. yeah well, but if you talk to the other children besides the one way majora's mask like yeah. you do get little mini dungeons yeah so and if you if you consider that maybe the divine beasts are the only real dungeons in Breath of the Wild, I mean, unless, yeah. unless you're like, oh, every shrine's a dungeon, but I, no. I don't know about <laughs> Those that. are many dungeons. Yeah, They're not so, real. So Breath of the Wild's tied with it now. And they're yeah. completely optional. You don't have to do them if you don't want to. Yep. You can go straight to Ganon. That's so and, funny. See, when I get that, a pot lid. And <laughs> I'm just gonna go straight to Ganon right away. You know, I want to see. I want to see somebody in 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 the the uh, the any percent speed run, just like grab a pot lid and then take off all their clothes and go to Ganon. Just just you know, in their down. in their skivvies with a pot lid, deflecting his shots yeah. every time. Bam, bam, bam. That would be hilarious. That would be the best thing just ever. Be like crazy naked Link. <laughs> Uh, and then the last bit of trivia, the Happy Mask Salesman, who is also an Ocarina of Time, has yeah. two interesting-looking masks hanging on his back, one that looks a bit like Miyamoto, and the other one is mistaken, is unmistakably Mario. You can also find some terrifying mods of him where everything is Nicolas Cage's face. It's not that's official. Terrifying. It's not official. Oh. <laughs> that's like... But it's a thing. That's not official. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's unofficial Nintendo release of just no, Nicolas Cage everywhere. Believe it or not, that's not an official thing. It was a mod <laughs> where somebody just I think I think this the mod is that every is it every face is Nick Cage's face. I'm pretty sure it'd like, be really easy to replace all the textures with Nicolas Cage's face. See, I almost want to say that it's every texture, but it's at least every that would be horrifying. <laughs> that would be because I'm pretty sure, I, I I think each of the masks on the Happy Mask Salmon is a different texture. Yeah. So it might be possible to replace all of those with with Nicolas Cage's face. Right. You know, just each file you find and you replace that. Just Nick Cage's face. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's very scary. You, you could also replace every single texture in the game with his face, and that would be horrifying. It would be mortifying. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep. Oh, no nope. days. There is no. there is a Super Mario 64 mod where they did something like that. And I can't remember what 
JPEG they use to replace all the textures. But I've seen it, and I'm just like, ah, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> just absolutely horrifying. Like, my brain is not meant to work like that. <laughs> like, what I'm seeing is not right. <laughs> uh, all right. I think uh, anybody else got anything they want to add before we move on from here? Um, as far as trivia, no. And I kind of gave all my experiences. Oh, yeah. well, actually, I can, I can give one more recent experience. Mm -hmm. So the very first game I ever streamed on Twitch, besides a test stream, was Majora's Mask. And this is when Nolan and I really yeah. became friends. He hung out yeah. with me the whole time. It nice. was great. I think almost. I, I like, I ended yeah, up Yeah, he like, kind of petered like... out at the end, which is fine. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> I'd been up for 20 hours. I'd been yeah. streaming for 20 hours. Oh, this, my this word. Day before okay. I, I was like, out. this was the day before the 3D re-release of Majora's Mask came out. Okay. Uh -huh. And or it was the day I, I remember. Because uh, then midnight rolled around. I'm like, happy birthday to me. Yeah. Oh, it was your birthday. That's right. Yeah. And it was another day before my birthday. It, it was, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. But anyway, it was your birthday weekend. And yeah. so I started like the evening before and I was like, oh, this only take me like, you know, five or six hours. <laughs> Three in the morning, I had to leave to go get caffeine because I was dying. And I think Nolan had, had figured out by then. And I think it started in the afternoon. I started in like, like, like four, three or four in the afternoon. And yeah, it was like I two thought it was in the morning. I thought you started at like, like 10 or 11 in the morning. It might have been like, like 10 or 11 or even noon I started. And yeah, yeah like I didn't was... finish until sunrise the next day. So I think I, I yeah, because I went down like once you got to the moon, I think. Yeah, and and so the highlight of that stream, though, is the very first time I played this game, I did not know about the, the stone mask. And so I had to go through the Gerudo Pirate's Fortress without it. I totally went solid snake, Metal Gear mode, <laughs> like, no, no, like just, just shooting them with arrows whenever they came by and running to the next hiding spot and, like, and I was like, man, that was tough, but I did it. And nobody believed me that I did it when I told them later. They're like, no, that, that dungeon is impossible. You have to have – I was like, no, I – okay, fine. Now that I have a capture card, I'm going to prove to you that I can, in fact, do it. <laughs> and I so remember. I like, did it I on stream. Nice. I didn't believe it. I'm like, you can't do that. No way. Yeah. Awesome. And so I have videographic evidence that it is possible. Um, the archive has long been deleted from Twitch, but I yeah. have the recording saved on my computer. <laughs> and I, That's the best. I think, I think I have it uploaded to YouTube, but it's really poor quality. And so I wouldn't recommend it. I might just stream it again for the fun of it um, with, with, you know, my better streaming setup because you see I got a green screen now. Yes. And, uh, I noticed that. I was going to say, good job. Yeah. yeah. And if you were using it to cut you out, you would have a giant hole on your chest. Yeah, I know. I realized after I put the shirt on, I was like, oh, this is not the shirt to wear anymore. <laughs> I can't right. wear it. Eh, details. Yeah. But it would be all pixelated, too, because there's lots of dark spots but, yeah. to make the, the hedge block. But anyway. Um, I'm on How Long to Beat, and it says the main story, and that's without all the extras, would take taking you 20 hours to beat. Yeah. Again, so. Uh, with the extras, 
27 and a half. And if you're going to go that far, you may as well go completionist because that's just 29 hours. That's only another. Oh, hour and, a half. and I remember another thing that I did. I had learned a little speed run trick, uh, how to get out of um, Clock Town without having to turn into get a sword or mm-hmm. be an adult. Um, and I broke the game and had to start over because oh. it was in that first three day cycle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you remember that, Nolan? Um, oh, no. Is that the video? Yeah, I found it. I'm like, oh, yes. Please, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. I thought it was, though. I didn't remember. It yeah, it took me a while. Yeah. But uh, it makes sense, though. Yeah. What, what was I? Yeah. So you can sneak out of Clock Town as a Zora. Not as a Zora. Oh, as, I do as a Deku. That. Scrub. I do remember that. And then you got okay. stuck. That's you right. Sneak, like, it's, it's totally a glitch, right? And yeah. then I was like, I'm going to explore Termina. And so I went up to Snowhead. And there's a barrier that's missing. Like, like there's supposed to be a barrier blocking you, like an ice wall, pretty mm. much. When, you, when you're when you a kid, Link, when you, when you are Link, you get there, like you need fire arrows to proceed. And it's just not there in that first three-day cycle because they don't expect you to get there in oh, the yeah. very first three-day cycle. And mm-hmm. so I went past mm-hmm. the barrier, and I was exploring Snowhead for a bit. And then, like, the game just kind of locked up on me. Like, mm-hmm. I, could not pro- I, I could not progress anymore. Like, like, none of my inputs were working. Like, I could move around, but I couldn't, like, attack. Mm-hmm. I couldn't interact with things. It was like I couldn't. I don't remember if I could even get back into Hawktown to finish the cycle. Oh, that's right. I couldn't attack, so I couldn't finish the cycle anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you just kind of. <laughs> so I had to reset. I had to uh, reset the, the the console, delete that save file because it was corrupted, and <laughs> and and start over completely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So don't be dumb. <laughs> that's, that's a lesson. Don't be yeah. dumb. Yeah, that's don't part of the reason why it took me more than 20 hours because that first hour, I, I broke my game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I soft-locked it. Um, yeah. All right. Way, I, know, I know another soft-lock for Ocarina of Time. It's really easy to do. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but it's easy to do. Yeah. But anyway... I don't know why you'd want it to soft lock your game. Because it's funny. Oh. Because <laughs> be like, hey, look, look at this really well-made Nintendo game. Ha ha ha! It's glitched. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, I'm trying to now. I'm trying to think. Nope. In the hundred or so hours that I've played Breath of the Wild, I myself have never experienced a glitch. I've experienced some frame rate dips, like once or twice. They fixed that with the updates. Uh, yeah, they have been fixing that, but I haven't fallen glitches. I haven't fallen through the floor. I haven't had anything weird like that happen. So I, um, you know why? Because Nintendo doesn't mess around. Nintendo doesn't mess around, and Bethesda had nothing to do with this. I was just about to say. <laughs> had nothing to do. With well, I was actually just about to say. So, so when people are like, well, you got to expect a game like Skyrim to have some glitches in it. Oh, yeah. No. No, I don't. <laughs> I present to you Breath of the Wild. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even, like, even before Breath of the Wild, how many glitches do you run across in a typical Grand Theft Auto game? Not very many. And they're there, but not I mean, very yeah. many. And they're if just you, as big. If you like break down the code of the game, you can find them. And that's what speedrunners basically do. Mm-hmm. But like in casual play, you won't find any. Right. So, so, but who's right, a casual? Right. I mean, we're we're, yeah. we're all competitive gamers here. Webs, <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> all right, enough ragging on. Mark card eight DX anytime anywhere. The... <laughs> uh, all right, Nolan, did you say you had the uh, Metacritic score? I do have the Metacritic for this. Score. All right, if you are new to the show, we play we play a couple games. Other than the game we were talking about, we play a couple games on the show. Uh, the first one is guess the Metacritic score of the game that we just talked about. And then the next one is 20 questions. So uh, since Nolan picked the game, uh, he knows the Metacritic score. Joel and I do not. We play it Price is Right style. If you're uh, not familiar with Price is Right, basically you try and guess the score. Whoever gets the closest to it without going over is the winner of the game. There's no prize for winning. There's no punishment for losing. We just do it for the fun of it. And I'll go ahead and go first. There's actually a disadvantage to going first when we play this way. Um, really I'll go ahead and go. So, Majora's Mask. And before we go, just out of curiosity, is the Metacritic N64. score? It's the N64 game, not the, the N64 game. version. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think well it was. Re- I mean, like I said, it was pretty div- pretty divisive game. I don't know how well it was received like from the critics. Uh, I'm... I'm going to shoot a little low and say mm-hmm. it's got a 70. Okay. All right. We got Joel. Um, I'm going to aim a little higher with 80. So, um, Joel, uh, obviously it was a little bit closer. 80. Um, do you want to guess again just to see how close you can get? Because you're both pretty far off still. Okay. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, shoot. I'll take it up to 87. Okay. Well, I'm going to go 90. Okay. Well, yeah. So Joel has that. The score is 95. Wow. I know. I couldn't believe that. I mean, I know Zelda games are usually well reviewed, but I did not think this game would get that high. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Is like, I'm looking here, like awards and rankings on the next one. Apparently, it was the number two best N64 game of 2000, which makes you wonder what other game came out that beat it. Well, um, not many, one. because 2000 was the end of its life cycle, pretty much. Exactly, which is why I'm curious. But uh, uh, okay. the most discussed N64 game of 2000 and the more, number one most shared N64 game of 2000. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, wow, there is a chronology of N64 games. Um, yeah. Whoops. Um, okay, so we're going to look at U.S. release dates. Working backwards, Polaris, Snowcross, Donald Duck, Going Quacker, Star Wars Episode One: Battle for Naboo, Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine, Batman Beyond Return of Joker, WCW Backstage Assault, uh, Spider-Man, Banjo-Tooie, heck yeah, WWF No Mercy, Blues Brothers 2000, Hercules Legendary Journeys. Oh, wow, I forgot that game existed. I've seen Proton John stream it. It is terrible. Um, Transformers Beast Wars, Midway's Greatest Arcade Hits, Volume 1, Ready to Rumble, Boxing 2, uh, Mickey Speedway USA, heck yeah, Mario Kart hack. Um, actually, I think it's a Diddy Kong Racing hack. 
Um, Probably. Is Pac-Man Maze Madness? What? Tom and Jerry, yeah. Fist and Fury, Rugrats. Don't care. Um, let's hit the highlights. Hey, you, Pikachu. Double Seven mm-hmm. World's Not Enough. Uh, Majora's Mask. Cruising Exotica. Ogre Battle. Uh, NFL Blitz 2001 came out in 2000. That might. Uh, Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco Rush 2049. That's a great game. That is a good um, game. Like Pokemon that. Puzzle League. A lot of competitive players still play that, actually. Um, yeah. Mario Tennis. Kirby 64. Starcraft 64. Bomberman 64. Excitebike 64. Perfect Dark, Patrick. Um Worms Armageddon, yes. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, wow. Let's see, Pokemon on, Stadium. I didn't realize Worms Armageddon was on N64. Wow. Yeah. Um, Tony Ox Pro Skater, the N64 version, came out in 2000. Wow. wow. Ridge Racer 64, Mario Party 2, the only one available still uh, on the eShop, the earliest one available on the eShop because mm-hmm. Mario Party 1 will destroy your hands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and your and yeah, that's it. Yep. Nice. Bassmasters 2000 came out December 31st, 1999. So it didn't quite make it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so against all those games, I'm surprised that Majora's Mask is only second. Or is actually made it to second. Because there's a yeah. lot of good games in that mm-hmm. list. Um, I mean, what? I don't know what number one would be. But probably somewhere between NFL well, Blitz, Banjo-Tooie. Yeah, personally, I would want to say it's Banjo Tooie, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no telling. Actually, probably, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Quick way to yeah. check that. <laughs> it's not like we don't have the internet or anything. All right, right in front of us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Twenty questions. This is the part of the show. Oh, one we... last piece of trivia. Okay. Yeah. I, think. Um, I had it, and now I forgot. Never Ooh. mind. All right, if you think of it. Interrupt our game. Oh, okay. Now I remember. There we go. So this game <laughs> was voted by, I can't remember which publishing company or which review company it was, but it was voted by the fans as the number one game of the decade of the 2000s. So from the year 2000 to 2009, in that 10 year span, mm-hmm. um, this was voted number one. And I most people disagree. like, most people forget that this came out in that span. Yeah, like yeah. because it was on N sixty four. The reason why it became number one is because of Zelda Universe, um, which is a pretty popular fan site. They yeah. have lots of um, news and stuff about Zelda and walkthroughs and all oh, kinds gosh. of stuff. Um, they have like a wiki and yeah. yeah, and they're pretty active on YouTube and Twitch. Um, anyway. They had a campaign going to get this game to be number one because when the same review site did best game of the, of the 90s, Ocarina of Time did not win. And they were really missed about it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we got to get a Zelda game to win. And, you know, Majora's Mask is the most obvious one. Mm-hmm. So what, just, what did win best of the 90s for that? I don't remember. Because yeah. I, I, I don't even remember which site it was for. 
was um, I just remember it was a bit of an upset because people didn't know that it came out in that span. <laughs> was clearly Uniracers is the yeah. best game of the 90s. Obviously. <laughs> For the Super Nintendo. Wow. It was a good game. Rockstar made that game. Or yeah. the company that went on to be Rockstar. Or maybe they were, called, they were called, they called Rockstar back then? Yeah. yeah, they just weren't known for making Grand Theft Auto yeah. at the time. Right. So, Okay. Yeah. Are we ready for 20 questions? I think so. Okay, 20 questions. Uh, how this works, if you're new to the show, we do a rotation for who picks the games. Uh, it is my turn next, so I know the next game that we're going to be playing. My two esteemed co-hosts do not know what the next game is and they have 20 questions to guess it and really what that means is they have 19 questions to guess but uh, ask yes or no questions for clues and the 20th question if they don't know by then they just have to throw a game out there and hope that they get lucky and i'm pretty sure on this show we've made it to that question number 20 and somebody's pulled the right answer out of their hat so yeah we've we also completely it, so. stalled out one time we got to like 16 or 17 and just had no more questions to yep. think of so yeah, it's, so I just uh, to give it to you guys. it's a good old time. So, oh, and if you're if you're in the chat, which we do have, we have a couple. A few. We have a, we have a couple people. I saw NFX and someone else. Yeah. So if you have um, if you have <laughs> questions you would like these two gentlemen to ask them. and help, go ahead. So, gentlemen, take it away. Go ahead, Nolan. Real quick, I just want to mention something I just noticed. Uh -huh. This is obviously this is episode sixty-four. I just noticed oh, yes. that the yes. um, number of subscribers that we have right now is 64. Oh, is it? And um, this is episode 64. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. We got the trifecta going. Yep. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out real quick. So. That's pretty cool. All right. Take it away. Go ahead, Nolan. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, that's right. I got to do my thing. Um. Let's see. In this game, do you have an a not standard currency system? <laughs> um, no. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get my weird question. Yeah, Nolan <laughs> always asks a weird question, and I love his weird questions, no. even though it really doesn't ever help. No. <laughs> It did once, I remember. Like it was yeah. something like like something about the Are you a non human anthropomorphic character or something like yeah. that? Like <laughs> yeah, that helped one time, I think, for Banjo yeah. Tooie. But anyway, um, um so is this a multi platform game? No. Okay. Um did this come out uh prior to January first, two thousand? Yes. Okay. Well, just because it's still possible, did this come out after January first, nineteen ninety? Uh yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's a nineties game. Cool. All right. Um, Most of the ones we pick are. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best decade for video games. What can I say? It kind of was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, was this on the Genesis? No. Okay. Was this on a Nintendo console? Yes. Okay. Was it six? Yeah. Uh, yes, that is question six. Okay. Nintendo console. Is this on the um, Super Nintendo? 
No. Is this on the N64? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Um, back see. to back N64 games. Heck yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Um, N64 is, uh, is a racing game? No. Okay. We haven't done one in a while, so I figured it would probably be a time due or something. That's true. Is this a third-person shooter? Uh, no. Oh, no. It, Perfect Dark didn't come out in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I thought you, I had it. Did you ask if this was a... You said third-person. Yes, I said third-person. Okay. Is this a first-person shooter? Uh, yeah, I realized after <laughs> I said that. I was like, like <laughs> why did you save it away? First-person shooter? Okay, okay. Is this a licensed game? Yes, it is. Yes, okay. Um, Come on, Nolan. N64. Yeah, there's only a licensed first-person shooter game. Oh, license, right. Yeah, right. Come on. See, so, so I'm going to feel I'm going to say the wrong thing. It's going to give you. <laughs> is this Goldeneye? Yes, this yes. is Goldeneye. I think there's a reason you picked this. Yes, there is a reason that I picked this, and that is because next weekend we're not having a traditional episode of, or not next weekend, the two weeks from now, when because like I said, this show is now every other week. Two weekends from now, we're not having a traditional episode of Original Gamers Podcast. We are doing a charity stream, and it's oh, called the Original Gamers me. Podcast Rarathon. Uh, any guesses as to why we are calling it a Rarathon? Anybody? You want to throw that out Puns. there? Let's just well. Let's I know why because I came up with the name. That's right. <laughs> uh, you you and and really, there's you you could be thinking to yourself, well, it could be two games, two possible reasons. Maybe it's they're playing games that are just rare and hard to come by. Yeah, um, Ducktales two. Come yeah, on. that's uh that'd be a good guess <laughs> based on the name, but it's not correct. We are going to be playing all games made by the company Rare. Uh, or rare wear, or rare wear, depending on how you want to look at that. Um, so most of the games, the most of the way that we'll be playing most of these games, I would imagine, are going to be through the rare replay collection on the Xbox One. Of course, GoldenEye is not on that because lame licensing and stuff. Yeah. Let's. But you uh, have a capture card, right? So yes, I know. So and and you have a copy of that game, correct? Uh, you know, I have a copy of the game. I don't have a way to get my N64. Oh, that's right. Okay, no. so maybe I'll buy it. And, <laughs> there we go. and I'll stream it. I'm terrible at first-person shooters. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Perfect Dark, the spiritual successor to Goldeneye, is on Rare Replay, so we'll, we'll definitely yeah. be playing that. We'll be playing, uh, we'll play Banjo-Kazooie. Um, and Tui. And Tui. Do you have... Because again, going back to me not being able to get old consoles on my computer, do you have any of the Donkey Kong Country games for your? I don't. God, goodness oh. gracious, I'm going to be blowing my paycheck on video games <laughs> <laughs> and, and <of> traveling. <laughs> yes, and of course, those aren't on uh, Rare Replay either. Them being uh, Nintendo properties. Ah, uh, you know, I may be able to pick up one or two as I have. Donkey Kong Country one for Super Nintendo. I maybe will pick up one of those. I think like for Wii U. Console. 
Yeah, I'm thinking they're on Wii so, U, VC. So if yeah, uh, you can get them on your Wii U, right? The Wii. Yeah. So be able to to stream some of them if I have to see if they're in my budget for me to be able to do that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, that's what we'll be doing. That is going to start sometime Friday, September eighth. That night, uh, when we nail down a time. We'll we'll let you guys know, and it'll go into Saturday, September 9th. Uh, so starting September eighth, going into September 9th, we're gonna be doing it's a charity stream. Uh, and I'm just realizing the three of us haven't actually sat down and figured out what charity we're gonna do. I can probably guarantee you that it's either going to be Child's Play, which was started by the Penny Arcade guys, or um, Extra Life. Um, but those are both great. Uh, video game kind of focused charities that that we all like so yeah. we'll pick one of them and set that up and there'll be ways for you to donate and all that stuff so during the live stream i'm sure we'll take a break break from actually playing games to kind of sit around and talk and do something of a podcast because we are still going to need something to put up on the audio feed and we're not going to want to just put 24 hours of us playing video games that would that would not <laughs> be sure? yeah would not be fun for the people listening on the audio feed so yep look forward to that that'll be fun uh this is something that all we've all wanted to do for a while and we're finally getting to do it so tell your friends come hang out and all of that jazz yeah Great. so rarathon september 8th uh all rareware games yes all, 24 hours and and there's if, you, if you're not familiar with rare replay there's some really old and weird stuff i have a physical copy of jetpack whatever it's called oh Gem- yeah i think isn't it just jetpack yeah jetpack, I think it's just jetpack. no your jet force gemini is the, that n64 game this yeah. is a really this old one. game called jetpack okay. yeah and Never it's mind. hard i think it's on rare replay and it's hard i'm pretty sure it is and so is Battletoads. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Battletoads. Yep. All right. Uh, let's do some plugs, talk about music, and get on out of here. Uh, Nolan, where can we find you on the internet if we would like to stalk you? Um, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me at uh, Baseman214, Baseman21491 or Icy White Falcon on various um, game platforms and some social media things like uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, Twitch, Pinterest, uh, other things that I can't think of right now. Um, yeah, just if if you're from this, just tell like send me a message like, hey, I'm from this and you're not just some random person because I get that a lot and it a lot of times ends up going to things that I don't want. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I'm on one of those three things. Yeah. And Make a short story long or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Joel, where can we find you? All right. Anywhere you can find me on the internet, you can find me under Obi Watt Kenobi. That would be, uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Nintendo, PSN, Steam, all those places. 
you can just search for Obi Watt Kenobi, and you'll see me. I'm dressed as Jesus holding a lightsaber. Nice. Because I like Star Wars, and and, and I look Jesus. like Jesus. <laughs> you like Star Wars and Jesus, not necessarily in that order. Yeah, it's like, oh. it's like Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars, the Bible, video games. Not not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Uh, you can find me right here on Original Gamers Podcast, as well as Joel and Nolan. You can also find me uh, hanging around CrossForge Gaming, the CrossForge Gaming Facebook page, which there are two of, the facebook.com slash CrossForge Gaming, which you can also find by just going to CrossForgeGaming.com. There's also a community page, which has a lot of really cool people in it, including myself and these two gentlemen. That's at yep. facebook.com slash group slash CrossForge Gaming. Uh, I am trying to, I'm doing some experimenting with Mixer, which is a new streaming platform. I want to say Microsoft owns it. And so I'm trying some stuff out there. So you, I haven't actually streamed to it yet, but I do plan to this week. You can find that at mixer.com slash huge cow patty. I'm also resurrecting my Facebook page, which separate from my timeline my uh whatever you want to public celebrity Domain. yeah whatever it is the, the one that's just if you want to follow stuff about me but i don't Patrick's know you well fine. enough to friend you um so you can find that i'm resurrecting it i've got a really cool picture of myself it's my me being blasted by a guardian from breath of the wild that's my cover photo so you should definitely go check that out it's uh i spent all of two and a half minutes on it <laughs> i just googled guardian of, and found one that had a transparent background and then i googled um anime speed lines and found one that looked pretty cool and then took my me and an explosion the explosion is either 8-bit or 16-bit i can't really tell oh now i need to look this up. um yeah it's a. Uh, so it's facebook.com slash huge cafe. That's on my cover photo. Yeah, uh, I saw the notification when you changed your name. Yeah, yeah, I, I changed it back to huge cow patty because that I, I I tried for a little while doing this thing where I was going to be really serious and it just really wasn't working for me because I'm not a super serious guy. So I decided to go back to being silly. So it's back. Yeah, to that's huge totally cow like a Contra explosion. Yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. It's right out of Contra. So, so that was fun. And then, uh, yeah, so like I said, there um i'm gonna try and be streaming splatoon of course there's patty plays pathetically that you can find on thursdays here and other cool stuff going around cross forge game oh my next across the forge is what is that look. again that is the interview show where okay. i i interview inter people that i think are interesting um it was going to be one guy he's actually in the cfg community um wait, wait, let's pull up joel here he's what was that put that thing back up there joel <laughs> no no okay. i was just playing with my amiibo oh your amiibo it's, yeah it's a wolf link amiibo i could be playing with my guardian amiibo also <laughs> you could that's, that's, there you go. Ooh, all right <laughs> um yeah, the next episode of Across the Forge, like I said, we're still editing the one of Chris Anthony that should be up soon. That wasn't done live. We like did a whole pre-production and made it look fancy. Most of them are live, though, so you can still find the one with Andrew Winningham. That's on our YouTube channel. The next one, uh, I had told myself 
I want to interview Crossforge Gaming community member Jenny Hinklin because she does really cool cosplay. And then while I was thinking about doing that and asking her, she went off and made this really cool ministry for single people who aren't looking to hook up with someone or or that that's not the right terminology I was looking for. They're not looking to date. They're not looking to they're not necessarily out there to get married. They're happy being single. And you don't really see that in the church. So she started that. And so I was like, oh. We're not going to talk about both these things. So I'm going to be interviewing her on actually on September 11th, where we're also going to talk about how George Bush is the reason that the two towers fell. So that's not a thing. I thought it was uh, because of Saruman. And I mean, it's (laughs) Saruman Bush. They're like the same guy, right? Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, look forward to that. That'll be fun. And then the person that I have. (laughs) I did not hear what you just said. It's a, are you saying Bush is a wizard? And oh, the answer is yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, Don't you have to be intelligent to be a wizard? Like, <laughs> wizard means wise. Oh. One. I I'm mean, sorry. You, you I'm could, sorry. Look, the guy was a decent president for the first but, four years, but he's an idiot. <laughs> he, 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 I was about to say, don't you kind of have to be smart to be president? But then there's no, no you don't actually. No, no, no. we have because our current president is a shining example. Yeah, I would. I would imagine. Uh, and let's not get political. Let's just move right, on. Right. No, let's, <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. So, um, anyway, My and fault. then and then the guy that I have lined up after that is also a community member. I won't get too much into that because I want a little suspense. But he is developing his own video game, and that should be interesting. So uh, I think uh, I know who it is. You oh. might. So yeah. So Jenny Hanklin, look for that on. That'll be live on September 11th, and then the next guy will be about two weeks after that. And somewhere in there, we'll have the Chris Anthony interview edited and posted and that will be loads of fun all righty it is after nine o'clock my time so i need to get going but before we do nolan we got some music that i'm pretty sure you picked so what what do we got what what do we hear at the beginning if you're listening to the audio only version remember you can find that at ogcast.podbean.com or by searching for original gamers podcast on itunes google play or your favorite podcast uh app and it'll probably be on our patreon page real soon which i should probably tell you that is at patreon.com slash crossforge gaming all right the music is only on the audio version because youtube copyright strikes things yes so all right youtube has lost its mind recently yeah it kind of has all right uh intro and outro what do we got yeah so for uh the intro music was uh what you heard was the plot device of this game um that is the song of healing, which is just—it's really pretty. It's nice. It's got that little bit—it's a little bit haunting and somewhat uncomfortable, especially if you've heard the backwards version. It's just—that's very uncomfortable. I don't think I've ever heard it backwards. You haven't heard the song of unhealing? Oh, Smooth McGroove did it. Go check it out. Um, okay. It had to do with the Ben Drowned thing. I didn't want to talk about that. Oh, please and no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> It was just, it was a thing. So it's just, anyway. Um, and what you're going to hear now is uh, kind of one of the, the last final, like part of the thing for, to get up to the moon, you have to get all four, you have to beat all four bosses, which releases the, I almost said release the Titans. Um, <laughs> what are they called? Giants. giants. It's called giants. The four giants. Like, like the four giants, um, you release them and at, like midnight of the last day, you play. You have to play this song, "The Oath to Order," 
which brings them around. They stop the moon from collapsing, and then you get up there. You can get transported. So the other order is just, it's a very nice, it's kind of, well, you'll, you'll hear it. It's, I like it. Yep. It's here, so, yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for joining us. Remember, the show's down to every other week, and the next episode will be the Rarathon. So please come, please tell your friends, and please bring lots of money with you. Not for us. I mean, I would happily take your money, but that's not why we're doing this. We're doing it for the kids. So mm-hmm. thanks for watching. We love you guys, and we'll see you around. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Be good, humans. <laughs>